This is Agents Influence Podcast. You know, it's, it's just frustrating for a carrier not to have or to see or to be willing to change. You know, growth requires change. And unless we're willing to change, we're not going to grow. You know, I just wanted to put that out there and let agents know that it, it's not a simple thing bringing eight carriers on board and in, in a comparative platform for commercial insurance. So we've invested millions of dollars. We've invested years into putting this together. And so we're, we're very excited about the future. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently. Change your agency. Change your finances. Change your family. And in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Welcome everybody again back to another podcast. Uh, we're part of the VIP series, the Veteran Insurance Professional Series, sponsored by RocketReferrals.com. Go sure to check them out, RocketReferrals.com. That's plural. Uh, today we are extending off into the uh, in on the VIP series. Couple things uh, I want to get some housing items in in order here, but we are going to be having. Uh, Mark Van Horn, who is the president of Quantum Integrated System. And you guys are going to learn the story of how Mark and I were doing something else. And I got to talk with him and things were so electric. I said, buddy, you got to come on the podcast. We'll tell that story here in just a minute. Um, so I know you're going to like it. Um, I think you're going to like the the wisdom that he has. I think you're going to see that he's a very genuine person. Um, but I also want you to realize that he's going to bring something to you or give you the ability to use something that could really, really change how you operate in your office, also the customer experience you can give um, your client. As you guys know, I get a lot of people who call me, reach out to me, say, hey, you know, check out my product, blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna tell you, Mark did not do that. An agent inside the mastermind, Mr. Miles Merwin, uh, called me up, said, Jason, you gotta talk to this guy. It's unbelievable. I got on the phone with him, bang, he's on the podcast, and we're gonna discuss that. But before we do, I want you to remind you about Grow Lab 2017 that's gonna be happening in Charlotte, North Carolina on October 24th and October 25th. Now keep in mind, if you wanna meet me and if you wanna meet Joey, this is where you gotta come to to make it happen. Now, if you don't wanna meet me and you don't wanna meet Joey, you can still come to the event and I'll just make sure that I'm never in the same room you are. Just joking, just joking, just joking. This is not about me and Joey. What this is about is this is about all the other agents, a hundred of them, only limited to a hundred that are gonna be inside that room. I don't know if you know a cat by the name of Billy Van Jura. If you know him and you think to yourself, that guy is outside the box and that guy is actually not even near the box, he's gonna be there. You wanna meet somebody like a Josh Lipstone? How about a Rob McCarthy? How about Miles Merwin, the guy you talk to? You wanna know somebody who will blow your mind? Aaron Neal out of Dallas, Texas, and for sure, Kicker Cardenas. These are the people that are gonna be there, and these are the people of just probably, that's like five to 10% of the unbelievable agents are gonna be there. 
I'm also going to tell you there's probably going to be about 40 or 50 that I've never met. And I'm looking forward to getting your voice and your ideas and hopefully maybe make you a part of this podcast so that we can get your word out and create forward momentum in the greatest industry God ever created, which is the insurance industry. That is right. I know. I hear you sitting in that traffic talking. I hear you. Keep in mind, we are on iTunes and we are on Stitcher. Uh, That's where we get a lot of our downloads is through Stitcher and iTunes. Please check us out there. Please check us out there. Please check us out there. Very, very important. And if you're there and you want to write us like a little review, please do that. I also want you to check out our Grow Program Facebook page. Leave us a review there. Also, I do a bunch of little 10 and 15 minute videos live. You can go watch those. I'm doing everything I can and putting every place, uh, putting everything I can in every place to try and help you. Check us out at growprogram.com. Don't forget Grow Lab 2017, October 24th and 25th in Charlotte, North Carolina. Last, before I get on with Mark, I want to give you a little bit of feedback here, which I thought was pretty crazy. Um, I have, uh, we did the last podcast before this one, maybe you're not listening to them in order, but the one prior to this one that I record was with, uh, Billy Williams, Inspire a Nation. And, uh, I have never received feedback like I, I did with, with this. Usually I get anywhere, literally like three to maybe 10 emails a month. Okay. From the podcast, sometimes a little more, sometimes don't get any. But this one, I literally got 11 emails in the first couple days after Billy's podcast came out. And what was amazing was it was pretty much all positive. And one thing I didn't allude to is that a couple podcasts before, all I got was a bunch of negative. So it was really, really kind of crazy. I'm loving the fact that I'm actually, you know, prodding you guys to make you guys, you know, come out with the feedback and the positive and in the negative force. And I thought it was unbelievable. Here, here's, here's a couple things that I got from Billy Williams' uh, podcast. Uh, it was best podcast, hands down. That's out of Carl out of North Carolina. I don't say the last name unless I know you because that's not what I'm here to do. I want your feedback. I'm not here to try and embarrass you in your name. So please, if you send us feedback, I'm never going to say your full name on the air unless you give us the opportunity. also want to say a shout out to Andreas because uh, he did tell me, he said, Jason, nothing against the Dominican Republic, but it is I'm from Puerto Rico. If you guys remember the last podcast, I said he was from the Dominican Republic. He emailed me again and shout out to you, bro. Puerto Rico. Got you. And then I got another one here. He says the last one. Now this is amazing. This is, this is, uh, this is, uh, Josh Witt, who is out of our mastermind. He said, Jason, I got to tell you, he said the last one I, The last podcast I heard was the very first one in all your podcasts that I actually turned off halfway through. He said, but this podcast was actually the first podcast that I've listened to twice. So that means something there. I I thought that was huge. I got another guy, my boy, Billy Van Jura, who I mentioned earlier. He called me. He said, Jason, you're talking about how you hate disruptors. He said, you're a disruptor. I thought that was pretty cool. A big shout out there to Billy Van Jura. Last, I got a, uh, I got this comment from a gentleman who is out of Nebraska, and we're gonna. His name is Jim. That is his actual name. And here's what he says. He says your podcast drives me nuts in all the wrong way. I don't know why I continue to l- listen to it. Wow. Jim, appreciate the feedback. I really do. I mean, I've only done 200 and some of these. I wonder how long you've been listening. Please hit me back again and let me know because 
it, I'm obviously doing something right because you keep hitting play. And and thank you, Jim. Thanks for that feedback. Um, I get a lot of this stuff, and it's pretty pretty crazy. Some of the stuff I get, I really get people cussing at me. Um, I've had uh, developers tell me that I'm so wrong, it's ridiculous. And then I've had CEOs tell me that what we're doing is the correct thing. So I just uh, sorry I went on a little bit longer there, but I just I, I saw this stuff and I and I had to bring it forward. So anyways, let's continue on with the VIP series, which is sponsored by rocketreferrals.com. And I'm going to be bringing on to you the president of Quantum, uh, Quantum Integrated Systems. Uh, his name is Mark Van Horn. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jason. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. Mark, sorry that you had to sit there and listen to that long one. Usually that's like a minute or two, but I um, had totally forgot about these things that I'd written down in Google Drive about some of these comments that I was getting. Um, so I love it. I want to get more of this feedback. This stuff keep, keeps me going positive and negative. So uh, I'll let you know, Mark, if they say anything. Normally they don't say much, but I think what's going to happen is, Mark, by the time we get done with this conversation, I think people, once it hits the airwaves, I don't think they're going to be calling or emailing me. I think they're going to be calling and emailing you, Mark. So uh, I guess that'd be a good problem for you to have. Well, it, it's a good segment that you did that. I thought I was listening to Fox News Radio and Sean Hannity reading all the email responses that he gets. So I enjoyed listening to it. You know, I used to never get them. And just in this last year, they have just, uh, the loyal listeners are finally warming up and they're firing them at me. So that's, that's what I like. That, that lets me know. Sometimes you sit here, Mark, and you think to yourself, like, as I'm doing right now, like, is anybody going to even listen to this? And then boom, a thousand <laughs> people will listen to it in probably the first week. So that's, uh, that's the way it'll go. So here is um, some things that I want to start with. I want to get on with what we're going to talk about, Mark make you and uh, our conversation the focus of this going forward. But before we do, the listeners, they're sitting out there, they're wanting to know because they're curious because it helps them tell, tell, it helps tell them who you are. Are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? Droid all the way. See, now we like you. All of a sudden, everybody's turning it up. <laughs> they're like, yep, we like him. All right, Jason found another winner. What's amazing is, uh, Mark, and, and, and maybe you have thoughts about this. I don't know. I in the VIP series right now, I don't know, I've done four, five, six of them. Um, well, probably more than that because some of them I haven't released yet. Anyway, somewhere around there. And I'm going to say almost all except for two are droid users. Um, what's, op what's, what's amazing about that, Mark, is if you look at the other 200 podcasts, I probably have 20% of them that were droid users and everybody's iPhone. But when I go to the VIP series, they're not using the iPhones, they're using the droids. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, certainly. You know, I uh, I have a couple of iPads, and I've tried to use them, and uh, I have some success after about a year, and then you, know, you have to update the operating system. Things stop working. The system starts crashing. I've never owned uh, an Apple iPhone in my life, uh, but I, I love Android, and I'll, I'll just be an Android user for life probably. And, and I love Apple technology. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's like top of the line. I just don't think that droids is, is much worse, and I think it gives me more freedom. And I've said this before. I uh, got a little feedback on this. I remember when I did. But I kind of see it very similar to the independent in the, in the, in the captive channel. iPhone is captive. Droid is independent. I think it just goes right <laughs> exactly. along with that mentality. What I need to do is I need to do a series on how many people came from the captive insurance industry over to the independents and see how many of those captives actually 
use droids or iPhones? Because I think there's a mentality. I think there's a correlation. There's some dots that could be connected there, Mark, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I just think it has to do with independent or captive. Anyways, uh, everything. Travis says, Jason, it's unbelievable how everything you discuss brings it back to insurance. I know it's terrible. So, Mark, tell us about <laughs> you. You are with Quantum Integrated System, um, which is a company. You're the president, which is kind of a company of combined group insurance services. Explain that to us and what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. So back, uh, trying to find my tax ID certificate here, I think it was in the early 90s, we created Quantum Integrated Systems as a technology company under Combined Group Insurance Services. Combined Group Insurance Services has a plethora of different companies, and Quantum is one of those based in Dallas, Texas. So I'm right here with Combined Group Insurance Services as well. And uh Combined group basically uh, is a, a wholesaler of commercial insurance. We'll be launching personal lines soon, but historically we've been a one-stop shop for commercial insurance, and it's really technology-based. So uh, we try to uh, use the advantage of technology in the industry to do what we do, basically. And in a nutshell, that's, that's what we do. Okay. All right. You know, that was, uh, I imagine, because it probably still would be, which is sad even in the industry we're in today, that a wholesaler would go out and create a tech, technical tech company um, to help do this, especially back in the mid-90s. I mean, that was like totally unheard of. Am, am, am I correct about that? Yeah, it was unheard of. And uh, we uh, created an agency management system uh, COBOL agency management system back in the early 90s, and we sold uh, Quantum Bid. We sold uh, many of those um, in the area and uh, just decided to move on with different products. Um, as far as we know, we were one of the first online internet based um, multi uh, carrier single entry workers' compensation quoting system online. And it just, we built it out from there, and it's just been an amazing journey since then. That was around the year 2000, actually. Cass is always trying to bring the best. It's what I do. I don't deliver all the, I don't deliver all the time, but I try to bring the best. And so you're seeing, you're like, ah, Cass already found another good one for us because he found somebody who was talking about Simkey, single entry, multiple computer info. Interface, I think, is what that used to be called. <laughs> Single entry, multiple carrier interface. Carrier interface. Okay, I was close, but here's yep. the deal. I guarantee you, right now, Mark, like less than less than ten percent of the people we're listening to have any idea what that was. Now, here's the deal. I only know because, like, back in 01, 02, 03, back in the baby diaper age of my insurance career, I remember keep hearing that and hearing that, and I was at this. Uh, I was speaking at Agency Port. Do you happen to know who Agency Port is? They used to make portals. I am familiar. Okay. Yes, I am familiar. I was speaking at their thing in uh, um, Martha's Vineyard. They were having a conference out there, and I was speaking. And I remember that somebody brought up about Simkey, and this the vice president of Agency Port, which they've now sold, stood up and he said to me, he said. The people think that there's going to be Simkey in the insurance industry need to get their head out of the sand. And I kind of thought to myself, I said, and my immediate thought thought was, 
well, he's going to be wrong. And, and I didn't even really truly know what it was or if it was going to really be. But like when somebody stands up and says never and they say never going to happen, but there's other people asking questions of why it's not, that tells me that that person's instantly wrong. And to be honest with you, I really he's a really very, 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 very bright, intelligent person. Um, so no, no downplay to him. But I think that that is really, really important that you guys were one of those first. And and you know, loyal listeners, it's when I was talking to Mark about this product we're gonna kinda talk about and weave into the conversation. Um, that was for my agency. And as we started talking and I realized the the depth of knowledge he had about the industry, like what I'm just talking about right there, I didn't even know that they had started that back in the 90s. That's why I said, Mark, you gotta come on here. So Mark, were you part of all of that when it happened in the 90s? I mean, we've participated in all of the uh, groups uh, associations. We've always been a part of that, like the real-time transactions that take place. We've always been a part of that, absolutely. I kind of have a uh, theory, and that is that commercial lines usually follows behind personal lines 10 to 15 years. So, you know, uh, most true. agents, um, they they don't uh, do without a personal lines comparative rater, especially if they want to provide more than one quote to their customer. And so, uh, you know, it, it has been a journey uh, getting the carriers to come on board. Uh, it takes a lot of communication, takes a lot of agreement between us and the carriers to participate. But uh, we're there right now. We've got eight carriers participating. Uh, and so um, certainly we can talk more about that if you'd like to do that. You know, and I really would because here's the thing, guys, a loyal listeners, disclaimer. Um, I'm not necessarily telling you that this is the greatest thing in the world. I, here's what's amazing. I just run into new technology all the time, as I said, and I started this show with. And when I reached out to Mark, I want you guys to know I reach out to a lot of people and I talk to them. I usually take the cream of the crop to the mastermind. I take them. I've got about six, seven, eight people in there that I that I say, hey, will the rest of the members like this? They said yes. I reached out to Mark. He blew my mind and I said, this has got to go a level further. And that's why I brought it to you. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that this is a product, yes, that we use in our office. But I am also telling you at the same time that maybe there is something else out there. But of all the stuff I've seen, this is going to benefit my agency in a huge way on the commercial side. So I thought I'd just bring it to you. Nothing more, nothing less. Mark's not paying me to be on here or anything. I just want you to know, we want you to know about some great technology. We all use brokers. One of the brokers that we use, we put about 90% of our business with it. It would really, really hurt us to, to sever that relationship. But the fact is, is when I have to look at what's best for my time, uh, for my agency's time, my staff being able to provide my customers the quote they want, not having to double entry, all these different types of things, this is where we have to start. Um, guys, I talked about this last year when we need to start looking at and reevaluating our relationships. And one of the things that I talked about in the podcast, and I also did a thing on in, on Grow Program uh, on on Grow Program's Facebook page. It's a little thing about who are we missing in this equation. And when I talk about who are we missing in this equation, I'm not talking about. I'm saying we know about the customer, we know about the agent, we know about the companies, but I think the brokers, I think the MGAs, are somebody we're forgetting in this process to make our lives smoother and, and better. And I got to tell you, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons and I won't go on with them right now. But when we talk about the fact that, hey, when I say something, I'm not big enough to get the company to actually listen to me. Well, let me tell you what, these brokers are. 
They've got enough weight with the carriers to get them to listen. Don't, I want you to do two things before Mark goes on. Think about reevaluating your relationships and also think about and know that the MGA and the broker is going to become a bigger part of, of what we do in the future rather than a smaller part. So Mark, tell us, Mark, first of all, before we go on, do, do you agree or disagree with that? No, I totally agree. Thank you for that. Uh, basically, you know, we, we're working with uh, over a thousand agents. And so there's a lot of premium that flows through our office here, which does, you know, give us a voice, a bigger voice, if you will. Uh, our technology background also gives us a, a voice as well. There's a couple of uh, bleeding edge uh, technology products that we have. Uh, one of them is called Combined Consumer Portal. Uh, it's really unprecedented. I really don't hear it happening in the industry except for a couple of large e uh, online insurance agents like Insuron or Bolt Insurance. But basically, we have a product you can use a carrier that we have to put a button link section, whatever you want to do, on the consumer-facing website, that would be the agent's website, to allow their customers to access quotes for BOP, um, professional liability, and general liability, and actually, watch this, purchase the policy online with a credit card or debit card. It's a pretty amazing deal. It really is. Yeah, and then uh, I think that's what's drawing a lot of the attention uh, from agents to me right now is they're very interested in that because it's just not out there. The product's just not out there. And, of course, that's why I'm talking to you is just to uh, let agents know that there's technology out there that they can use as well. Uh, the other uh, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on. There, there's too much, too much meat there, Mark. Now, see, loyal okay. listeners, what Mark's doing Break it is down. Break Ma it down. Mar Mark's a little shy because he doesn't want to feel like he's pitching his product, and that's fine because I asked Mark not to do that. But, but Mark, this is good. This is good stuff here. This is red meat. We like red meat here as loyal listeners. So, Mark, the thing that I think is amazing is, is it gives agencies the operate uh, ability to literally sell insurance in 50 states. Like literally within a week or two, they could be selling business in 50 states. Am I wrong to say that? And commercial insurance. Commercial, That's yes. yes. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. So sorry. Uh, let, me, let me give you an example of uh, someone that I'm talking to in California right now. I won't mention their name. Okay. Uh, but... Uh, they called me, and I've had several discussions with them, uh, a couple people in their office, and they do not write small commercial business. They just felt like they've never been able to make money at it. They don't want to do it. It takes too much time. And then they heard about this product, consumer quoting for commercial insurance that they can put on their website, and if this is a perfect fit for us. It's a really good opportunity for us to get into commercial insurance uh, because it really is a hands-off experience for them. Um, the carrier and the customer work together on everything, endorsements, uh, cancellations, reinstatements, certificates of insurance. What they're doing is they're becoming a distributor of the product. There you go. <clears throat> and so they're becoming the front end of the, of the product and uh, it really is a hands-off experience for for them, and uh, I think that's 
a really good reason why it's been so popular. Well, Mark, and also for me to create that or for the average listener, right, to create that is nearly impossible. You're going to have to put together the technology. You're going to have to go through all the regulations and all know the different things of what you can do here and how to bind there and whatever in this state. And then you got to go to the carriers and actually get them interested and say, hey, I'm going to be able to provide enough volume to be able to do this. I mean, there is so many different things. And then someone wants to decide to buy it 10 or 2 in the morning. Now they have to have somebody at the office, you know, um, um, answering the phone. I'm talking about if there was a yours and we had to do this ourselves. That's what I'm talking about. Mark. And, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, you've got all this different <clears throat> stuff. There's no way an agency like me, unless we like literally went all in um, on that thing, could could do that. And so that's why I think once again, to prove what I've been what I've been talking about, someone like yourself, someone with the power, someone with the money, someone with the foresight, someone to be able to strategically put this from A to Z is how it would go for the consumer and for the agent. That's just very, very tough for us to do. And, and, and I love it. And I, I think uh, I applaud you for it. I really do. And, and I'll just tell you, agents, one of the things that we are doing is Travis and I are sitting down putting together a market plan. We're going to pull out about five or six different of those products that we can sell on a, on a, on a nationwide basis. And then we're going to create some Facebook uh, campaigns to those. We have a way that we're kind of searching as to where those products are in more need in the United States and where they're probably underserved so that we can hit those people. Um, we're going to create some Facebook ads. Right now we're going to donate $200, not donate, we're going to designate $200 um, a month and we are, we're going to create about 10 different ads and we're going to run like a dollar a day on each of these ads roughly and we're just going to like run them um, for a month and just keep going and maybe adjust them every three or four days. Whenever you do that with Facebook guys, just a heads up, you should always run three ads. And then you run the three ads towards the main point. You come back three days later and you take the top two and you keep those, you get rid of the third one, and then you redo the third one and see if it can outdo the first two. After doing that and you repeat that process over and over after about 10 to 14 days, you'll have the one that's performing the best. That's just from a high level. But what it does is it allows us to to just trickle in. And maybe we might concentrate on Dallas for, for a couple of weeks, you know, or months. Maybe we might... Qual- uh, concentrate on Tallahassee, Florida. These are some places that we're looking at for the specific products that we're trying to go after. Creating a Facebook ad, driving them either directly to the, the portal that he's talking about or driving them to a blog that explains the product in a little bit more detail and how they can do it on their own time by taking the next step of clicking here, going to the portal. They get their general liability for their photography or whatever it could be and they're on down the road. And what is amazing, as Mark didn't even tell you, is, is that after they buy they get a copy of the policy immediately and so does the agency and then it allows the agency then to do what we do best which is reach out cross sell upsell and to to get the whole account I think there's a lot of you guys right now on here Mark this is what they're doing they're sitting here going oh there they go again with that bind removing the agent from the (laughs) equation no 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 we're using that as the carrot to get them interested in what they want and then we come behind and cross sell and upsell to get what we want. Old Zig said it, didn't he? You get help enough people yeah. get what they want, then you'll get what you need. I think that's that same yeah. philosophy here, guys. Uh, am I wrong or anything to add there, Mark? No, no, that that's that's good, uh, Jason. And I would just uh, say as well that I basically teach agents they can do three things probably more, and and you have great ideas, and I think you'll come up with a lot of good ideas. Uh, Basically, you can put it on your website, 
Mm-hmm. So uh, a section, a button, a link, you know, get commercial insurance now. Uh, you could uh, paste that link into social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever you use there. And then if you uh, have an in, I put that in quotes, an in at an association, you could actually send an email to all the members of the association and say, hey, if you, have you shopped your insurance lately? Uh, click here to do that. Put it in an email. If someone calls your office, maybe a photographer calls your office, and you say, well, I got the perfect, perfect fit for you. I'm going to send you an email. It's going to have a link in there. You just go through the application. Oh, by the way, you're going to get a quote at the end of that process. If you like it, you can go ahead and purchase it. So just so many different things you can do uh, with, the, with combined consumer portal. Sorry, I'm making notes. You know, I had another guy. Yeah. Yeah, I had a guy the other day. Uh, uh, he said to me, he said, Jason, do you take notes from your podcast? I said, yeah. He said, you ought to take all those notes and put them together into a book and resell it. I said, dang, that's the entrepreneur <laughs> in him. His name's Joshua. Pay that guy a commission. I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, man, that's a good idea because I do have like one and a half yellow pad, pads full of just notes. So I, I was real bad at the beginning, though. So these are only like the last two or three years. But anyways, um, okay, that is fantastic. Now, now let's let's kind of pivot it a little bit because if you want to reach out to Mark, we're going to get all that contact information at the end. And keep in mind, you know, it, 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 that's that's what he wants because that's what he does for a living. But that's not why he's here. Now let's go one place further because I want to not only talk about this other thing that you have when I'm talking about the commercial raider here, Mark. I want you to explain yep. that. But I want to just talk about this because I think there's a lot that other carriers and companies can learn because there's one thing about this workflow that I absolutely love. Um, and, and, and how I know that is because I thought it was cool, but I asked my assistants and they're like, oh my gosh, this is unbelievable um, when we can do this. We're not essentially doing this yet. Just as a disclaimer for everybody, we're still getting the process set up. But Mark, explain what this uh, commercial raider uh, is, is, yeah. is about. Absolutely. So we have two versions of a single entry multiple carrier quoting system. It's designed for agents. This one is not designed for consumers. It's designed for agents to use. And uh, the first one is uh, Agent Direct Express through Combined Group. And so it is basically for Combined Group agents um, to use. Uh, The second one is Real-Time Express, realtimeexpress.com. Uh, it, you don't have to have an appointment with Combined Group or a subscription with Combined Group. You can uh, have a subscription to Real-Time Express. Now, the basic difference between the two is that with Agent Direct Express, you get a little bit more. Quite honestly, most of the calls, most of the subscriptions that agents are purchasing right now are Agent Direct Express because you just get so much more. You really get the best of both worlds. You get to quote, watch this, your direct appointments, and you get access to markets that you don't currently have or don't currently have a direct appointment with all at the same time with a single entry. See, we're back to that Simpsy word yep. again. And I'm telling you right so, now, that's the thing I love. Go ahead, go ahead. But that right there, that's yeah, the key I it, love. Go ahead. It, it's uh, admitted markets. Uh, standard admitted markets for BOP, workers' comp, and commercial auto, uh, pretty much nationwide. Um, And uh, basically, the way that it works is the agent enters the risk 
one time. We're going to take them through sections and steps like uh, classification eligibility, general eligibility. You're going to enter your location information, uh, tell us, you know, uh, the age of the building, etc. cetera. Uh, and then you're going to select your coverages that you want for the quote. You hit a button, and we send the data in real time out to all the carriers. Uh, they're they're going to run it through their quoting systems. They're going to send us that quote data back, and we're going to display it on a screen called a premium summary screen. It's just a high-level summary of all of your quotes. So the good news is that uh, for your direct appointments, when you see a quote on that screen, it basically means two things. A, that quote now exists in the carrier's system. So you do not have to re-enter it. That's the beauty of it, efficiency. Absolutely. Uh, single entry, multiple carrier quoting and interfacing. So the second thing that happens um, if you see a quote on that screen, and if the carrier reserves the market, some um, insurance people call it clearing house. It's, uh, it's basically reserving that risk for that carrier, for that agent. Uh, if you see a quote on that screen, then that's been done as well with that single entry. So basically what it means is that, um, I don't want to mention any carriers, but it, for that carrier quote, that customer cannot go down the street to a different agent and get a quote because the market has now been blocked, watch this, with a single entry. Wow. So really wow. in about the same, we've done time trials and really in about the same amount of time it takes you to go to one carrier website and get one quote. You just use our software and get up to eight different quotes. So, and, uh, and I'll say it. So I have, um, uh, one of the, it's Hartford. I have a direct contract with Hartford. I do it there. I decide, yep. Hey, they're the best price. I back out. I go into EBC, go right in there. Commercial bang. It's in there to me. That's one of the most unbelievable things because also as one of my staff, it is the first thing that one of my team members came up with and said, well, yeah, that's great. It does give us a quote, but you know, if we don't go with one of those and we go with one of our direct carriers, we just got to re-enter it. And it's like, bingo, bango, bongo, no go. You know what I mean? It's like that, that's not the way that it is. So you start, whenever I was able to eliminate that, I, I, I not only did I eliminate like, Hey, I don't want to have to enter it again. But when she found that it was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. One of the team members said, did Lori get us hooked up with this company yet? Because Lori's in charge of doing that. <laughs> and, and that's what she did because it makes sense. And that's what the agents are telling me as well. I even had an agent tell me, hey, if I knew I could do it and it was that easy to get a quote, I'll let the team finalize it. But I'd like to originally just do the quote so I can get it done um, rather than it being done in a 30 minutes or an hour, an hour and a half. I can do it immediately. Hey, let me tell you something. If I'm if I'm getting more agents to voluntarily say they'll do some of the work because they think that it's simple, that's that's a pretty good sign. And uh, that's what I yeah. call that's what I call side effects um, of uh, of technology and the things that you don't expect to help you that end up do. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, one one of the side benefits of from a wholesaler standpoint. So if you think about 
you know, all the agents that go to their wholesalers for quotes, basically, here's how it works. Very few of them have online quoting systems. Some of them probably do. Uh, but you send your court apps to that wholesaler. Uh, they um, review it. It may take them a couple days to get to it, depending on their backlog. And then you may or may not get a quote. Amen to that. With the online single entry system, it really is open 24-7. So you can immediately know if you're going to get a quote and look at your quote. So it's really doing business the way that you want to do business, which is I want to know right now. We, we live in a right now microwave world, and agents can't afford to wait, and this technology gives them that ability. I agree. I really do agree. I was blown away, and you know, it's uh, Miles doesn't reach out to me very often with technology, and when he did, I knew it was something, and uh, I'm very, 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 very uh, proud of it. And guys, I mean, Mark, let's talk about this. So, Mark, is there anything else you want to talk specifically about your product um, or anything that they need to know? Because I want to talk, uh, get a little bit deeper in a couple things for a minute. I think we pretty much uh, covered it. Appreciate it. Mark, how do they reach out to you? What's your information? What? How do they get hold yeah. of you? Phone number 214-295-1586. That's 214-295-1586. Or you can reach me, my email address, M Van Horn, M as in Mark, V as in Victor, A-N-H-O-R-N, at combinedgroup.com that's c-o-m-b as in boy i-n-e-d-g-r-o-u-p as in paul dot com so let me ask you i want to make sure that we say that again before we get off okay because there's some people that are like in their drive right now and it's hard for them to find it in the middle of the thing so we want to say it at the end so for all your loyal listeners if you want to go back and listen to this to get that information it's going to be at the end of the podcast as well okay just letting you know um what's the future of the mgas in the insurance industry i mean um what is your guys you guys are on ground floor you're having the board meetings you're looking at the millions that you guys have coming in versus last year versus this year versus next year um what's your guys's thought with the changing landscape of the agents and the different things we have to do and the customer experience and the companies and what they're demanding and lowering commissions sometimes raising commissions depends on where you are and um where do you fit in where what's your guys's vision for the next five to ten years uh, future casting is is very difficult to do, uh, but I would just say this: we're uh, very confident and optimistic, uh, at least for the next eight years, that we see small businesses growing uh, in America. And so, I think that that simply gives agents a great opportunity to go out and get new new business for themselves. We all know how that works. The real money comes at renewal. And so uh, we see it uh, a good opportunity for wholesalers to expand our carrier base. So uh, we want to talk to carriers. Basically, we're talking to national carriers, not so much regional carriers. And the reason for that, it is a big undertaking for us to add a carrier to our system. So we want to try to reach as many agents as possible. And so we're, we're, we are talking and in discussions with national carriers right now. So we, we see it growing as well. And uh, we just see great opportunity um, uh, for independent agents or agents 
uh, in a business sector uh, if, uh, if ages can go after that. You know, we looked at so many other, I always love to look at other industries when I'm comparing the insurance industry. And I, I feel confident in what I know about the insurance industry. I mean, I, I really do. I read probably more than I should in books. And I know I read more than I should for on LinkedIn uh, when it comes to articles regarding it. And I mean, I have Google that sends me anytime it says something that has to do with insurance. It's sending me the links. I mean, I do everything I can to read it. And I look at other industries, Mark, and I say to myself, what happened to the wholesaler in those other industries? And I think back in the day you had, maybe I'm wrong, Mark. I mean, when I say back in the day, I mean, when you guys were creating this quantum integrated systems, I mean, I was like still in my senior year in high school. Okay, so I mean, seriously, that's, that's what we're talking about here. So I don't want to talk, I want, I'm going to speak ignorantly here for a minute, but I'm going to put it in my projection and I want to get your VIP feedback and then I look at other wholesalers and I, I look at other industries and I say that there used to be somebody who actually was in charge and still is um, wholesaling to the retail and then the retail sells to the consumer. And I think because of price, competitiveness and stuff like that, I, I start to think of Costco's. I start to think of Walmart's. I start to think of all of these big time chains where they used to kind of be the retailer. But then they kind of really became the wholesaler. And then in a lot of industries, and in some of the same industries I'm speaking of, the wholesaler kind of became the retailer. And my point of it is, it doesn't matter if you go one way or the other, it's that they kind of merged. And so at the end of the day, though, there, there still is the wholesaler and the reseller. And even in certain industries, it, you're going to have both. My point is, is that I talk, uh, Mark, maybe you, the last podcast that I did, I went off on a rant last Friday. I did a little bonus uh, podcast because I had this in my head. And one of the things that we talked about was the animals. Now, I'm not going to go back into that, loyal listeners, but I got to let Mark know it so we can get some <laughs> feedback from him. Um, and, and it has to do with the fact that um, two brothers were watching uh, Ringling Brothers back in 1984. One brother said to the other brother, hey, can you imagine if there was no circus with no animals um, and it would be the better and it would charge 5, 10, 15 times more than what we're paying for this Ringling Brothers. And the other brother said, that's crazy. And three years or the next year, they created Circus Soleil, which is one of the greatest circuses in the history of the world. And it is very expensive and it has no animals in it. And so it was seeing those things that couldn't be seen. And I say in that podcast, and I say this over and over, that the insurance industries need to get out of the way. They need to assess risk and that's what they need to do and let, leave, uh, leave other stuff to the vendors slash I do see quantum integrated systems kind of as a vendor, which is owned by combined insurance group services. Now, I, I, why I say that is, is I don't want to say you're a vendor, but you're providing a service. You're providing a product to us to make it better. And this would be a product that I would love to go to a carrier and create a uh, 50 state bindable, but I don't have the power to do that. I would have to get so many agents together. Combined already has those agents together. Combined already has the premium volume to move. Um, now I'm going to, in a way, and now this is no comparison by name. I'm just by, by the structure. We take Walmart. Look at how they operate. 
they were able to go to the, um, the, the, the people who make the product, which would be necessarily the insurance companies. They were able to negotiate very, very hard prices for them. And then they cut the wholesaler out by saying, we're going to be the retailer. We always have been, but we're going to cut the wholesalers out altogether and goes directly right to, um, to the uh, products and services. So the per people 50, 100 years ago that were creating the products and services were also probably packaging it. They were probably also wholesale it and a lot of times they also had the retail shop now some of them would also sell the retailers but my point is is when I look at the history of a lot of industries and I look at where they are now we all know the insurance industry is always behind and I start to look at where they were and where we are now and where we're going I start to realize that I think the companies are the animals the companies are the ones that have to move out of the way and I think they have to allow people like InsureFi, people like CoverHound, people like Combined Insurance Services or Combined Group Insurance Service, got to allow them to create that platform. And so I'm, that's why I ask you, like, I think we forgot about the MGA in this whole equation. And, and I think this is a good thing for you, but at your board meetings, are you guys talking about this? Are you guys discuss, discussing what combines going to look like in 2030 or 2040? Uh, of course, we do talk about the future, but then again, I have to be real careful about I understand. I what understand. I say because I, I work with carriers. I mean, they're I my understand. partners. I understand. Without them, I really couldn't couldn't um, do what but, but, we're but, doing but, but, right but here's now. the thing, Mark, Mark, but by you going to the carrier and asking them to remove themselves from the situation, just go over here and assess risk and let us do what we do, just like you guys, what you're doing, you're going to create more volume for them based on the products you're developing. And I think that's the cut. That's, that's the conversation we need to have. It needs to be, we need to say to the companies, wait, 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 wait. don't get your feelings hurt. Well, we're going to actually make you more money. But what we're asking you to do is start subbing out like the rest of industries do. They sub out the things they're not good at because it can be done better, effectively, and more efficiently. And, and, and start subbing those parts out. And I think that's the conversation that you MGAs and you brokers and you wholesalers need to start having with that company to say, just back up and let us do it. Now, if you want to fund us putting together this portal, yeah, we're all for that because they're going to fund a portal one way or another. But allow us to do that. I think once yeah, we can start but, having but that numbers, serious conversation, we're going to start moving. Go ahead, Mark. Go. Yeah, the numbers, I was just going to say, are completely different between a wholesaler and a national carrier. I mean, we're talking, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not uh, that, we don't have that much leverage, in other words. But I would say right now, Jason, what I would really like to see just as a baby step in the commercial industry uh, is the way that carriers underwrite okay. uh, their, their actuarial studies. Um, it, I think it's crazy uh, the number of questions, uh, uh, and I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot here because this is where we, we have found a way to bring efficiency for the agencies because we do ask the question once in the interview and not multiple times. But the number of questions that a carrier asks just to provide a quote, I think, is um, ludicrous. Astounding! It's astounding. You know, there should be a way for uh, an agent to put in the customer's ID, their address, and have all of these background processes that take place that go out and say, based on studies, this is what their quote should be. And that's where I would love to see the industry go. Um, 
The the other thing is I see carriers starting to go direct to consumer for commercial insurance going forward. I also see them them um, uh, uh, using agents as a distribution pipeline and channel uh, to distribute their products because they're not going to be 100% successful going direct to the consumer because we all know that the consumer usually wants consultation on that product in many cases. So... Um, I like you know, it, I could I could probably go on and on and on about all this for a long time, but I would just keep it at that for me. I got you. Uh, and again, I have to be really careful about what I say uh, because I would love to say some things that I probably can't. And but but, but not see, say but see, right here's now. the here's the deal. Jack Welsh said, "If you're not going to be candid, don't have a meeting." And so there's a lot of conversations that are going on in these boardrooms with these insurance companies that need to be had. And what we have to do is we have to adjust the attitude before we get in there because these things that you want to say or the things that a lot of people want to say are the things that once they hear and they get their feelings hurt, they're going to get over it and say, okay, that's what they're saying. How do we move on? I think at the end of the day, the attitude has to be insurance companies, you're going to make more money because we're going to take a lot of the processes off of you that the agents hate and we're going to be more in line with them and they're going to write business. Now, see, one of the reasons I had a guy, and I'll just say this, I'm kind of getting off, but I'm on the same thing. I had a guy write in um, and to one of the things that he gave me the feedback, he said, well, if the MGAs are able to throw around their weight, why aren't the aggregators? Why isn't the SIAAs, the Iroquois groups, all of those? He said they have more power than some of the wholesalers. That's yeah. cor- and That's right. That's right. And this is, yeah. this is totally my opinion, Mark, so you don't have to agree, and this is brand new for the listeners, but I've been doing some thinking on this, and when he said that to me, I thought, but here's the thing. The agents aren't loyal like the companies are. Meaning, let me excuse, excuse me, the agents aren't as loyal as the wholesalers and the MGAs are because you guys have millions of dollars at stake. As opposed to if a carrier calls me and says, hey, or emails me and says, we're lowering our commission 3 or 4%. Okay, boom. We're going to requote every one of them. And if we find something better or another carrier comes to us and says, hey, we'll do a book roll and we'll give you the normal you had or we'll give you two points more, I'm doing it. Yeah. I don't right. think that happens as much at the wholesale level. And so, no. and see, that's no. what I'm talking and, about. And- Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and I, and, and I would just say, uh, Jason, as well, that we do have those conversations, but directly with the carriers. Right, right. We just don't do them in a public um, mm-hmm. arena. So uh, I, I did want to mention that as no, well. No, and I appreciate that. And that's what I'm saying, though, is I think that there's a better – I think you guys are in a better position to be able to transform the industry. How do I do that? Get the insurance companies out of the way. But because of your relationship you have, you can help them not get their feelings hurt by them understanding Jason doesn't hate you. What he's trying to do is get you to recognize your role in our industry today and going forward. And when you recognize your role, it's just like any basketball team. We can be good and we can have a bunch of all-stars. But if people don't recognize their role on that team, we're never going to be champions. We're never going to continue to roll on like we need to. We got to be honest and we got to look at the big guy and say, dude, I know you want to dribble the ball up the floor, but you're 7'2". Go get under the basket, okay? And that, that's what I'm saying to the insurance companies. I know you want to do everything and you want to be in control, but just go get our rebounds, okay? And we'll take care of everything else and you get the little putbacks. 
That's what I think yeah. that we're trying to do. And and that's the conversation we have to create. And it's up to you guys. I'm, I'm not going to say it's up to you guys. I think you guys have huge leverage in that. And I don't think any of the agent groups have the same leverage that you guys do. I want you to take that to your boardroom. And when your CEO says, Mark, that is so genius for you to think of that stuff. I'm going to give you a raise. Just call <laughs> me and thank me. Don't worry about it. No, I'm joking, Mark. I'm joking. Mark, um, you, you've been great today, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start to wrap this up. Uh, is there anything that you want to say uh, before I wrap this up? Uh, no, uh, other than you know, while you were were talking there, and by the way, Jason, you're a superstar, man. Oh. Uh, love it, love oh. the stuff that you're saying. Appreciate it. Um, I have trouble getting carriers to participate in the online single entry multiple carrier interface system. Uh, some are are refusing to do it, and to me, it just doesn't make sense uh, for a carrier to refuse that uh, because I really believe it's a win-win for everybody. It's a win for the agent. It's a win for the carrier. It's a win for the whole wholesaler if the wholesaler is involved. And, um, you know, uh, we hear a lot of reasons why um, they, they don't want to participate. But, um, you know, what I tell them is, at least you're getting a shot at every risk that goes through our system uh, systems. But there, there's one particular national carrier who's not participating in uh, online comparative quoting systems. And, um, you know, it's, it's just frustrating, you know, for, for a carrier not to have or to see or to be willing to change uh, you know, growth requires change. Right, right, we all right. know that. And and unless we're willing to change, we're not going to grow. So, uh, you know, I just wanted to put that out there in, in, and let agents know that it it's not uh, a simple thing bringing eight carriers on board in, an, in a comparative platform for commercial insurance. So we've invested millions of dollars uh, we've invested years into putting this together, and so we're, we're very excited about the future. I am as well, and I think those who are not excited about the future are not actually seeing the future. I think those that are not excited about the future, what they're truly not excited about is their marketing plan. What they're truly not excited about is their processes and workflows. What they're truly not excited about is the technology that the customer is demanding and the efficiency of our agencies need. I think that's the stuff that they're not uncomfortable about, and that makes them uncomfortable about the future. Um, and, and, and I am very happy. I do believe that there is no better time to be in insurance and literally an insurance agent. And I just don't say that because I'm just jolly and the whole world's great. Believe me, I lost a huge account about three weeks ago that crushed me. Um, and so, I mean, I understand. Things happen. Um, but here's what – the only thing I would question, like what is Jason – like have no idea about. Well, there's a lot of things, especially if you ask my wife. But what I think <laughs> is, is that I'm curious about how my son's going to fit into the agency. If he wants to, he's already been very vocal. He's 17 years old. He's very vocal that he wants to help me. He's not going to necessarily be an agent like I am. I think your, your portal that, that, that we're using, that, that's what I'm putting him in charge of. Those Facebook ads, developing those right. campaigns. He's been watching me do that for years. So, so I'm going to have him help me do that. Those leads come in, how he's going to use those leads and adjust those leads. There's different things we're doing. But my point is, I'm so curious what his job's going to look like in 10 years. It's not going to look like my job because I, I already got a book. I'm, I'm, I've got a book, hundreds of thousands of revenue. So yes, if I decide that I just want to just 
teeter along like a lot of agents do today. That's why I always say I'm not against the people who are 50, 60, 70, 80 years old and just want to just like coast because that's what I'm going to be doing too. But anyways, the thing is, is that I want, I'm wondering where is What's that going to look like for him? I just do not know because things are changing so fast. And uh, and uh, kudos to it. But anyways, anyways, uh, Mark, I appreciate you. Last question I'm going to ask you. Readers are leaders and leaders are readers. What is a book that you are reading or one that you would recommend to the agents or to the listeners? Excuse me. Um, I, I, you know, my favorite book in the entire world is the the Bible. Uh, and so I read it every single morning when I get up first thing. I awesome. certainly enjoy doing that. So I, I recommend everyone uh, try doing that. And, uh, of course, there's other devotional books that I uh, read uh, from time to time as well. But that's my recommendation, the Bible. Fantastic. One of the greatest books I've ever written. I mean, you know, best selling book of all time. Best selling. I will say that best selling seems like everywhere I go, well, at least in America. But uh, whether you believe in it or not, it is the best selling and it is the best of all time. Uh, so right. the point is, uh, just side note, I do believe in it. And I think Mark does. That's why he reads it every morning. Um, and I think there's a power. Um, I don't I don't think now I'm not getting religious here. What I'm saying is, is I think there's a power. <laughs> Careful. In, no, I think there's a power in reading and putting positive things into your brain. I have a buddy of Absolutely. mine who uh, is completely against religion and he's a very, very good friend of mine. He's a chiropractor and him and I talk and he says, the reason why I've never given you part time about that, Jason, is he says I'm jealous. And I said, what do you mean by that, dude? I said, you can come to church with me anytime you want to. And he says, I don't want to come to church. That's not what I believe. He said, but I think there's a great power in anybody getting a positive message every day or every week. And I, and I really yeah. applauded him for saying that because that, 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 that's the kind of conversations we need to have in this, in this, in, in this, uh, in this society. It, because we disagree, but seeing the positive in it from each side. That's the conversations that we need to have. And we're going to get back there in America. We really, truly are. In the meantime, i got to get off here. It's 55 minutes. Mark's, uh, Mark's got another appointment. So do I. Um, I really do appreciate you listening to this. Mark, real quick, give off your contact information again. Yep, 214-295-1586. 214-295-1586, or you can email me at mvanhorn, that's M as in Mark, V as in Victor, A-N-H-O-R-N, at combinedgroup.com. These are smart people that we have in the mastermind. When I told them about Mark, and they've called him, uh, I don't know, a couple, a handful have already gotten his service, got it hooked up. They're happy with it. I'm not going to tell you about it if it's not something we don't use or we haven't heard happy things about it. It's been so big to us that we're really reevaluating our relationship when it comes to what MGA broker slash wholesaler um, we're going we're gonna to use. We're reevaluating that relationship, and I ask that you guys do that too. You may have one that's there after you reevaluate it. Reevaluating doesn't mean that you move. It means just reevaluate and, and look at your strengths and look at their strengths and double down on them. That's what's important. Remember, double down on your strengths and forget your weaknesses because everybody's got weaknesses and you can't do anything to build those. Those are going to stay. You can do everything you can to build your strengths and move forward. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Tell me your thoughts. Tell me your ideas. And I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. I am out. October 24th and 25th, you see, that's the place where you're going to meet me. 
Where am I going to be? Up in Charlotte, NC, October 24th and 25th. 